I'm Henry Latham, this is Rob Hamblin, and we, or this, I didn't really know how to describe that, this is all about the product, a bi-monthly chat and catch up about anything and everything product. Now, last time we did actually talk about product for once, which was um, hopefully insightful for those listening. Uh, this week, it's a Christmas special, so I'm not sure what we're going to talk about. Christmas is a product. <laughs> yeah, yeah. what is so i'm in brazil for anyone that didn't know which is obviously not very Christmassy. it's like just 35 degrees and nice and sunny um what's the vibe in berlin is it you know obviously like people aren't out in the street kissing under mistletoe this year yeah what's, i mean yeah on? it's lockdown day one today so um yeah it's kind of a bit weird out there um i mean there's you, still I mean, people you can't out. you what one of the restrictions I think to be honest, I don't really know. I know that the shops are shut. Like I probably should know more. I, I just had my head buried this last few weeks. So <laughs> I've just forgotten about the whole. You know, like it sounds really bad. I've forgotten about it, but it's just in the background, right? Because if you're busy with, you know, if you're lucky to be busy with work and also obviously working online, you're you're we're in such a rhythm now this year um, that there hasn't been that much change. I don't really like shopping and stuff, so I haven't really missed that. Online, Jeff is obviously getting capitalising yeah, on, on this. Yeah, just got way too much money. Yeah, he no, do? yeah. I mean, to answer your good. question, it hasn't really. I mean, there's definitely is different out there. There's still people out like getting coffees and taking away, and oh right, right, right. Food chains are able to do takeaway only. So I think it's not as bad as like the lockdown uh, that we had right at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely put a bit of a damper on Christmas for, for the most part. Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, yeah, because here, I mean, here's quite interesting. It makes you sort of, you think a lot because, I mean, Brazil's not a strong economy and they've gone through a really bad recession. I mean, sort of just started to come out of it end of last year they i mean they cannot uh, they did a 14-day lockdown but they cannot afford to lock down the country because but there's no social security yeah it's like you know yeah. if, if a business closes then that's it and the family's out of money and and you know the domino effect obviously with that yeah. so it's like people are being more than i thought because you know brazil is stereotypically just like sambering in the street and like street parties and stuff like people, everyone, everyone is wearing masks and generally being quite disciplined. Sort of like Europe in summer. There. Sorry? Yeah, it's summer there. So that yeah, that's yeah. Kind of reminds me of how it was in summer for Berlin. Yeah, right? exactly. So it's like the sort of people, and I think that, that personally is where I find the balance is, you know, be conscientious, but you, you know, you do have to just like live, carry on living, right? And let the economy keep going to some extent. So sort of finding that middle ground. I don't think it's helpful, like staying home all the time. I think there's actually quite a lot of psychological damage, that, well, impacts that we're going to be seeing the next couple of years. And equally, it's like respect the science and don't just say like, oh, you know, master waste of time. Um, so, but yeah, it, it's nice. Because, I mean, firstly, it's summer. So just simple things, like even if there were a lockdown, like you can go for a nice walk. Like you have more yeah. daylight we can play tennis and stuff um so did you, uh, did you hear about the guy that a jet ski from scotland to like um one of the i i think it was, i can't even remember the island now i saw it very briefly and he got basically four weeks in jail because he broke the curfew. 
and his, his supposed 40 minute jet ski took him four and a half hours and they were like going to nightclubs. It was on Ramsey or something, I think it was. You think you jet ski to Ramsey or something. It was oh, ridiculous. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you got four and a half, four weeks in jail. Four weeks, so, bloody hell. I'm sure they'll quietly let him out after one. Yeah, it's the kind of thing yeah. you like, you have to show an example in a way. But um, <laughs> anyway, that stuff's all really boring and not very Christmassy. So let's, <laughs> let's leave that over there. <laughs> I've got something Christmasy to announce. I, 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 I say we, Lee, um, we received our very first client Christmas card ever That's today. Nice. So I'm showing That's some. Nice. For those of you I didn't get. Can't. I didn't get any. Very <laughs> <laughs> useless client. To, to I appreciative. Yeah. And um, yeah, just having some like. That's yeah, nice. Some, what is? I mean, is it like a personalised one or is it? Like, Actually, all of our no, partners. no, it's not personal. Um, but um, someone's very, put you. Oh, that's nice. Someone put you on the list. They so they have thought about it. Anyway. That was a recent client from like a couple of weeks ago. As well, that's super impressive. That's so cool. quite quick. You obviously in their good books. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Must have done something right there. How's that? Sorry, no, go ahead. Uh, the project was for um, if you want to make a claim for like if your train was late. And the card actually has this little Santa in his frame. That's fun. Oh, that's right. a nice little design, actually. Um, so let's look to more positive things. What is the what sort of milestones next year for Leap? Year one. When did you? Has it been a full year? Yeah, it's been actually. It's been. A, I mean, officially January the first, but I kind of started um, kind of conceiving the name. I guess towards yeah, yeah. Like end of November last year. So unofficially a year, but officially it'll be January the 1st. Um, so oh, cool. yeah, milestones, this is a good question actually. I, was, I mean, I've, I've been so busy this last couple of weeks, I haven't really had a chance to think about it, but I did yeah, write, yeah. and I put it on my screen, a post that I'm gonna write over the holidays, a year on, um, kind of reflecting about all of the achievements. Yeah, yeah I would really recommend it. It's a, it's a really good, I mean, it doesn't matter if anyone reads it or not, it's just a really good way to, yeah, put it out. You know, re reflect, as you said. Yeah. I find that kind of thing super useful. Coincidentally, um, so this is my handwritten note, but I usually do stuff on my laptop. I was like, at the dentist, and I remembered that last year at exactly the same time, Brazilian dentists are really, really good. If you look like football, yeah, you've got perfect teeth. But um, anyway, so <laughs> when we're here, because of Rebecca's family, I'll go to the dentist. I looked exactly a year ago. It's like the same kind of thing, like the conception of the business, couple of iterations, couple of like really interesting reflections. Like I was reading one. I posted on LinkedIn about this as well. On um, uh, where is it? I'll try and track it down. Yeah, I was writing things like a product management course wouldn't work. I could. I'm not sure we could create enough impact with a product management course. And then obviously, I saw that one through the exactly but it was such an eye-opener because you go also things like you know what are these beliefs that you're are holding you back that are just completely made up yeah you know, no none of those things are true and things like you know i, I remember being always thinking like, i need co-founders to start a business I need co-founders to start a business and then i wrote at the end of we talked about this before but i had that realization when i actually you know i have to just go and do this thing and uh, yeah, a year later, like it's, it's worked out. So it's fascinating to, I'm gonna go back to actually handwriting more of my notes and my sort of like evening reflection on the day. Yeah, that's interesting. Super interesting. I, never, 
I've never done that. I, I must bin like a ton's worth of post-it notes every day of things that like yeah, I have yeah. I mean, usually, I usually it's not helpful. Like, usually it's not helpful, but there's, you know, it's a couple of gems. I, I see that now and I'm like, oh, wow. Well, you know, I mapped out October last year. You won't be able to see it. People can <laughs> yeah. see it. Yeah, sort of mapping out, like, I had these sort of paths towards, you know, sort of, for me, financial freedom, freedom of time by 30, which you know, back then was two and, a, two and a half years away. Yeah. So you see these sort of things, the path change, but you do see you're moving towards goals, which is really nice to see. But yeah. the one about those beliefs was just such a, you know, when you get a bit of, sort of like slap in the face with something, I was just like, wow, like what else am I thinking about now yeah. that's holding me back gonna, yeah. you know, with the next step? Um, yeah. So yeah, I'd really recommend doing the reflection. I'd even say if you're, because I know you, you don't write sort of every day in, in this journal format, that kind of thing. I would even say do it as a private post because I think then you'll be like ruthlessly honest with yourself. You know, when you yeah. sort of have a, you're sort of aware that somebody else is going to read it at some point. Um, or you do that and then, you know, maybe tweak it if there's anything that you want to not publish publicly, I suppose. Yeah. Um, what about you? Yeah. What, what? I mean, I haven't answered your question yet, but like, what? Um, what? Um, no, you, what milestones are well, you, you going to? You go. You go first. Sorry, I interrupted. I got excited about that story. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so milestones for twenty twenty one would be to um, ruthlessly double um, my um, turnover for this for next year. Like that's oh. my like sadistic kind of goal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I have to say, I can't complain about this year. And actually, the fact that I've set the bar even higher is going to be really hard. I mean, potentially really hard to achieve. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's really good to do that. You're going to do that with bumping up the sort of day rate or, or just yeah. increasing? Um, I would say just um, more work. Like my, my mantra for this year was to not, never turn down anything. And yeah. it kind of... And it, and for me as well, I think because I, I'm kind of like a creature of habit as well. And I, I, I take risks, but probably not probably the kind of riskiest ones. I don't know, like maybe other people might think different. But I think um, when you give yourself this mantra of like never turning anything down, that mm -hmm. means adapt to certain situations because you're now presented with things like the conscious, like, you know, the easy Rob would have gone, well, uh, maybe not. We, we, you know, we're a bit busy at the moment. Maybe we can do that in a yeah. few weeks time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a really good point. So, I think when you start doing small things like that, you realize that actually it aggregates, right? And builds up. So it's like just delaying something by like a couple of days or a week over a year, you, you, you know, you lose three months. Yeah, exactly. And actually, that's a really obvious point because you can lose, I mean, lose a lot of time really quickly. And uh, I mean, not that I have lost much time this year, but um, I had, for me, it's been full on, like a full on year. Actually, a goal like for me next year would be just to take some time away. So because I didn't really do that this year. So I think for me, just to kind of have some, even if it's like just two weeks you, or something. You know, like, do you want to you know, do a surf thing at some point, by the way? love to i would as a and then also reflection on like you mean have we can have a board meeting together yeah <laughs> a literal board meeting um yeah yeah no i'd love to do because uh, i've been actually coming on to my thing then um part of what i'm going to do similar similar vibrates like I'm in, a, I'm in a really nice situation where like we sold up the cur current cohort so I mean, essentially me still with freelancers 
Yeah. They're doing like, you know, maybe 20, 30 hours each cohort. Each cohort is six to eight weeks. I'm just going to do one every three months. Yeah. Right. For next year. But that will get to like more than enough revenue that I need for personal income. And then also I can then keep 50% in the business to reinvest in, yeah. you know, whatever we want to do next with it. Um, so the business, great. As long as the same cycle keeps going and all is good, which is essentially like be on LinkedIn, do free trainings. Yeah. Um, looking at this product skills tool we're working on. So, you know, like a personality quiz, doing that for your product skill set, see where you're at. And then it's like, hey, you know, we'll nudge you then into yeah. have a conversation with us. So that, that's all going well. I had, like last week, quite an interesting conversation with my girlfriend on, just feeling like off kilter, you know, and you're just like, sort of like, oh, not sure why, it's like sunny country, like beer, barbecue on the weekend. You know, life's good, like absolutely nothing to complain about. And I think it was because for like eight years, I have been like pushing, 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 pushing working super hard to get to the point where I do what I love doing. I have complete autonomy over my time um, and also have, you know, stable income, right? Like yeah. a good level of income coming in. And I think I realized last week I sort of reached that and was like, what do I, <laughs> what do I do next with it? Cause I, I have, I have time. Um, you know, when I'm writing content or stuff, it doesn't help to do 14 hour days. So I'm yeah. finding myself with time and now it's about sort of, I think, just building actually a better relationship with my relationship with work and with myself in a way to, um, you know, I think, for example, you know, I'm, I'm a very happy person, but just sort of like feeling more calm about stuff, you know, rather than wake up every morning, every morning for like eight years, I'll get up like 5 a.m. and then I'm working, and, you know, it's all a bit intense. Um, don't get up at five. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. And I like I like picking up early. It's things like you know meditating more, um, disconnecting, more, walking the dog more. Simple picking up hobbies. Like I'm learning Italian now, um, yeah. playing tennis a lot. So I think just sort of balancing life a bit better, which yeah. I think up until now it's been the right decision to not do so because like, I'm not somebody that likes working for other people. Like, I'm not happy doing that. Um, and obviously yeah. happiness has to be the priority. So I feel like I've got that. Cool. I've done the, the big thing that I needed to do, assuming the business carries on going well. And then, yeah, next step for me is just to enjoy the process a little bit more rather than yeah, getting too over the top with it. Um, yeah. yeah, so I think that's it really. But yeah, business, I think similar to you, like I think we'll double double triple i think next year without doing too much i think it's i think it's really when it comes to the business it's four cohorts make i'm gonna stay super involved still with like every single student and yeah. keep improving the core product because we're getting you know we're getting referrals coming in so we're doing something right there um i think we're getting that early stage of product market fit so end of next year would be that we are oversubscribed for every cohort and then you know, I could bring in some other mentors to take on some of the, the cohorts, so, like overlap, et cetera. So what would you do then in that situation? Would you cap it to a certain capacity or would you it try? Is like, I mean, so we sold out uh, 20 places for January the 11th and we sold those out. Um, but if you, like, would you go to like 30 or 40 over like, and, and just have, like you say, more mentors to kind of. Um, I think, you know, yeah, it's going to be a big experiment. I, one thing I've been crystal clear on with the freelancers, like with our team internally and with myself is that I don't want to drop the quality. 
Yeah. So I'd rather be a small, you know, small giant rather than scale too quickly. I think yeah. when it comes to training, you know, I've seen this with companies like Le Wagon, they, they you know, coding camps, they scale yeah. too quickly and you lose the quality. And that's yeah. not the kind of product I want to do. Like I'm not bothered about making, you know, tens of millions, right? It's yeah. just like have a good income, quality experience, customer, just keep increasing the price, right? To so make, make it a really, really quality experience. Maybe do something like a, you know, business accelerator program as a separate product. Yeah. But I think when it comes to expanding, it'd be like, yeah, let's try maybe 30 or even 40 with me running it. And then another mentor running the other half of the group. Yeah. See how that goes, but approach it very carefully because as I said, the core product's good. Like I'm very happy with the core product. So yeah. I'm very surprised that you're where we're at with it already. Yeah. Um, so there's no rush with it. And also like, I don't want to, you know, a lot of people pay themselves and they're paying two, three grand and they deserve a really high quality experience. Like they don't deserve to be sort of parred off to, yeah. you know, sort of customer support kind of feel thing. Yeah. And I think that's a fair thing to kind of say as well for the next year is that you're going to honor like that kind of pledge and just yeah. make sure their experience is better before you. Um, and yeah, better to just have a, like a, constant flow filling the next cohort as well for the next couple of years i would say yeah and, and exactly and i'm so exactly i'm just cutting i mean the other thing i'm doing is cutting uh things so i'm just being much more ruthless with like what am i spending my time on like who am i connecting with yeah if it doesn't directly help me deliver a really quality experience for the yeah. students help me learn constantly about products or unless it's just like something I enjoy doing like this or, you know, going for a beer with a friend, then yeah. I'm just not doing it. I'm just completely yeah. cutting those kind of things. Yeah. Cool. Um, really good. Yeah. So that's it. But so not much change really. Just sort of like four repetitions of <laughs> the Prod MBA again. Um, yeah. But it's nice to, I'm looking forward to next year because 2020 has been good. You know, with, with my girlfriend as well, it's just been quite a good year for us. I think we've been very lucky. But I think also, you know, I like to think it shows as well that, you know, there's, you think the world's ending, but there's a lot of opportunity out there and you're evidence of that. Like we are evidence of that. I speak to most people, um, particularly obviously in the tech world. Like it's, yeah. I think it's easy to make excuses to not start a business or not, um, you know, take the time to level up in some way this year. I think for those of you that are whatever or that are listening that are planning families, you can kind of you can constantly put that off and off because it's never a good time. And I think now, like when you start a business, it's exactly the same thing. Just like actually, like it's so funny because when I think back to mid October last year when I left AJ and Smart. And my wife also quit her job and we were both like, um, people are going, okay, well, what are you doing? And it's like, you know, I knew I was already going to be doing leap, but like I had nothing to go to. And like, yeah. I didn't really plan kind of savings wise to kind of like fund the business. So it was a very kind of like, not, like for me, this is just something that it has to be now. And um, yeah, retrospectively, this year was an incredible year. I, I, have, I mean, the world would probably say differently, but um, I have no regrets whatsoever, and my focus yeah. into kind of making me what it is now. Um, you know, it, it would have been the same irrespective of COVID, and probably would have had more traveling and more. You know, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I, I yeah, it probably worked out better, right? Less travel. Yeah, I, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it has. Like, I, I genuinely believe that, actually. Yeah. But it's kind of really, for me, helped cement what I want Leet to be rather than me just reacting to a kind of request to travel around yeah, the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that would suck your energy. Yeah. Travelling's super hard. I mean, I don't mind. Like, Lisa and I said that we would just, wherever a sprint was needed, we would just both travel together and spend some time there afterwards. Yeah. And, you know, Typically, that that only happened in um, Mexico City in January this year. So, um, but I did turn down um, Chile in January for this year. Um, so, it was one oh, of those. It's a shame. It's a nice country. Yeah, and it's like we just felt like I mean, especially with Berlin going, but like we knew that lockdown was happening imminently. So we just decided to play it super safe and just not. Oh, sorry, it. sorry. The January coming. Yeah, January coming. Yeah. Uh, so right. that's quite bold. Yeah, South America. They're just like we can't. <laughs> We can't lock down. Yeah. <laughs> just sort of keep going. Uh, whether that was right or wrong is a whole other conversation. But um, no, I think on that as well, it, it, something that I find, um, I mean, this is like the core thesis of my book last year, is that really re- everything comes down to resilience. And I think particularly so when you are a founder or a product leader. And I think for me, it's just been a really good exercise you know, for those who, again, are not working in hospitals, who are not working in hospitality, for example, it is a really good reminder that pretty much everything is out of our control, um, but that we, there's, there's enough in, of, in our control to actually act against. So I think it's such, so easy to, it's really just like a, a magnet, zoom, sorry, how do you say it? It's magnifying things that already existed. You know, yeah, there's endless excuses for not, you know, now's not the right time, blah, blah, blah study a business, study a family, whatever it is. And I think ultimately, um, you know, those excuses are always going to exist, whether it's COVID, whether it's, you know, I just want one more year to learn this skill, that skill. And I think for me, it's just been a really nice, maybe slightly sadistic, like re- reinforcement of that belief. It's like, yeah, you know, stuff like this is going to come and something's going to come next year, I'm sure. And probably something's going to come the year after. Um, and that you... Yeah, it doesn't help to sort of be, what's the word for it? Um, pity, you know, give yourself pity. Right? Yeah. It doesn't help to pity yourself and say things are difficult. You just have to go and do it, I think, ultimately. Um, yeah, and I hope, and I think it has, from the you know, conversation I've had with prospective students in product, they are generally coming to me saying you know what i've been sort of coasting the last few years now i feel is the time that i want to step up and i think the whole year has been a good collective exercise in redefine recalibrating what each person wants to do with their life in a a really positive way and i think that's going to be a really positive thing that comes out of this year yeah, that's cool. Looking forward to seeing like your the outcomes of your students for the next few cohorts as well. Like, I mean, because I should imagine that you ask them like what they want to achieve um, before, and then realign them at the end of it with regards to you know did they meet their expectations. So yeah, kind of curious to kind of see like how well what their responses are primarily. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like how much of a kind of um, an expectation was exceeded as well. That would be super interesting. Yeah, yeah. And this is why I think we're going to start setting up like a three monthly, six monthly and 12 monthly check in. Yeah. Ultimately, it's about getting getting better at product. I think in some cases that might mean starting a business. 
others that might mean you know coming in with the playbook we teach and like just creating more impact in your organization i think a lot it's just going to be that it's what we talk about really fast tracking you up the ladder in different ways particularly for early stage companies so yeah that's why it'd be awesome to actually see in the next i think from three months onwards we start to see some of those like really more concrete you know rather than just being like hey i love the program i just use this framework actually like okay we've reshaped our organization and doubled revenue or whatever it is yeah Yeah. go back to those people get some metrics of what they've achieved since Yeah, that would be really Definitely. good. You just need some more time, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the goal. Um, yeah. Any product stuff, otherwise? Sort of general thoughts? Things you've come um, across? As in, um, I've experienced recently, or... Yeah, um, anything in the product world, I suppose. I, I have, a, I, yeah, I do have an announcement, and I want to use this kind of platform to announce it as well. And that is, I actually um, leap, ran a sprint with Meat Butter, uh, the video conferencing uh, platform um, last week. And um, I actually took a leap um, within the company to actually run the sprint completely using their platform. So even down to um, when we did the interviews with the test users, we used Meet Butter to, uh, to kind of record it and to use the Miro plugin to kind of collect the feedback as well. So for me, it was like, um, it was a bit of a gamble. I'm not going to lie. Like it was, I was out of my comfort zone on the first uh, couple mm. of meetings. Well, like what if something doesn't work? Um, you know, and it's, I think it, what it, I was only speaking to the guy, so I did the handover with them today. And I even, I just, we had this conversation about it as well. And I just said that actually one of the reasons why I wanted to do the sprint with them was to also test that platform. What better way to test it with them with the actual client themselves. And for me, it's proved like a really bulletproof um, uh, example of actually, yeah, we can change the way that we can change the process that we work, even in a high stakes game, such as running design sprints, when you can't have failures on software or people or outputs or whatever, because so much is reliant at every stage. Um, But it it more than met the demand that we needed to kind of put it through. So that's going to change certainly my sprint process, my work process for next year. And then we'll be using Meet Butter for pretty much every um, work, uh, sprint-related workshop. Interesting. So this has just opened my mind to a good product conversation. Um, Yeah, I've I've always thought, you know what, you know that I don't like Zoom. But I've also thought it's such a, it's slightly like indefensible product strategy because ultimately like everybody can quite quickly get to some sort of feature parity, right? In terms of multiple people on a call, screen share, yeah. that kind of thing. But beyond that, Zoom has no stickiness and there's no, they haven't like, for example, like leveraged the data they might have. They haven't created trenches around the business so like i have been watching this space and surprised that nobody's disrupted it faster you know things like whereby i used quite a lot before needing to really expand um into webinars and breakout rooms that kind of thing but meat butter is one that you've immediately converted to right despite us always using zoom and i imagine you use it with other calls so I think yeah, this when, space will get yeah. disrupted a lot. Yeah. And then particularly after this year, right? imagine the amount of teams that are going to be working on this virtual meeting space. Yeah, interested to see what happens there. Yeah. 
Yeah, so um, really, I love the product. It's um, it's definitely got my attention. Newbutter.io. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And um, um, just for, I mean, there we have a, a couple of um, common uh, kind of experiences from this year is that they they were a company formed obviously this year. Um, most of the team have only ever been in a remote culture, and um, yeah, so they're they're obviously you know working fast to evolve this product and to make it more reliable so um you know we had a lot of like common things um things a lot of things in common i should say um so it was really nice to kind of like hear like you know they're a much larger team and they've only been going six months but um yeah interesting to kind of see that you know the world of 2020 for them and like how it's kind of enabled them to kind of move really yeah. fast as well they have a couple yeah. of really cool things I'm happening in the whole yeah, what do you think about, so if I, for example, my use case would be 20 students on a, let's say like a, a live workshop. So I'd need, yeah, I'm just looking at their features, right? Hand up, chat, turn off, present. Poll. Agenda, I like as well. I hate meetings without an agenda. Poll yeah. is useful. Breakout rooms are also useful. Yeah, breakout rooms are good. I think, I'm just thinking... Yeah, that would be ideal, actually, because, um, as I said, I mean, Zoom just... Yeah. But the other I'm thing as well is, so I think you're as well within their, their right demographic for target users because they don't want corporates. They want, like, these boutique kind of agencies or these really mm. kind of small companies. And, um, and that, you know, I mean, that's a smart strategy as well yeah, because um, really I think whenever cool. people get into, you know, corporate and, and enterprise stuff, that you're... I mean, imagine, you know, it makes sense, right? As soon as you take on a massive client, then you're going to start prioritizing them over the others. And then you end up with that, you know, sort of dinosaur product trying to serve two very different audiences. And, and they tend to probably lose some of their personality as well. Yeah, I was going to say exactly looking at these, uh, you know, I can't imagine some of these old school um, SAP IBM would be happy having these like funny little 3D cartoons. Yeah. I think I might. <laughs> so. That's what I love yeah, about cool. it. For me, it was like, I told you how I got involved with them, didn't I? I think you just, you reached out to me. Um, and so um, it was supposed to be, so you know Austin, um, and we do this yeah, like yeah. entrepreneurial kind of monthly kind of meetup or whatever. The first one, mm -hmm. um, the first virtual one we had, which is, I don't know, about six or seven weeks ago, um, it was supposed to be a Zoom link. And I was joining this call on a Friday night, a crazy hectic week, I think with the, the VC company in um in california and i'm thinking to myself oh God, i just like i really want to see the people but i just don't want to sit on another fucking zoom call like i was done <laughs> literally anyway i joined the zoom call like no one's there and i'm thinking well these guys are normally pretty on time so i reread the instructions and i saw this meat butter link and i was like okay i don't know what this is so i click on it i clicked on the meat butter link and i was immediately in the waiting room and i was hearing this kind of really weird 80s style Kind of retro elevator music and it immediately changed my like my whole like expectation for what this meeting would be i liked the yellowness of the ui i liked how basic it looked like an old 80s like arcade game and yeah. i thought to myself actually these guys are doing all right anyway so the the meeting itself was when i met jacob who was one of the co-founders and he basically gave all of the entrepreneurial team like 
um, like this walkthrough of this product. And I was just immediately sold. I was already Instagramming like his voiceover and kind of some of the features. I was already like sold on it. And, um, and that's where, you know, Jacob and I then just kind of had a couple of follow-up chats and, um, and that's where the sprint came out of it basically. So, um, yeah, super, really nice story. And the team are just wonderful. They're just really genuinely, really lovely people. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a pleasure to kind of be there helping them evolve their product and have the trust of, of them evolving their product as well. yeah, exactly. I mean, I want to say more. I can say more offline, but I can't on on, yeah, on board. I can't yeah, say big secret. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I mean, you know, I'm going to test that. I've got a um, one is a good one. I've got a yeah. There's a Q and A that I'm going to be doing. Sorry, I'm just going to set a reminder for myself. If you want, if you want me to get Jacob to reach out to you to do a, like a walkthrough with him. No, that's no, all good. I think I get the basics of it. I mean, it looks like it's because the other, I mean, the other thing with Zoom, right, is it doesn't tie in with our brand. Um, you know, it's like trying to be cutting edge of product and you're using this like very corporate tool, reliable. It's like good, reliable tool. Um, no, no, I mean, I can't really see the downside because, you know, I'm not dealing with hundreds of people as well as so you can't see it. I don't imagine it's going to slow down and crash, for example. So next next podcast we should use. I, I was actually going to recommend this because all my internal meetings for Leap, I am going to um, yeah. meet button now anyway. So next can one we, we'll do a meet button. Can we record directly from there? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's cool. Should I change the link? Oh yeah, let's yeah. test it out. Can I? Do you mind if I set up the room so I can test out? Yeah, you, yeah, do it. That's test cool. this bad boy out. Um, You'll love it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm going to start a session on here. Very, very fancy. I like it actually. It's got everything I need. What I mean, what I'm just thinking, like, what is the competitive advantage of Zoom? I think it's literally just security as their main thing. You know, nobody's hack, trying to hack my business. Not, not worth bothering hacking the product. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Reactions. Dink. I mean, they've got that. I mean, it's they have just. Good. I mean, they've done a smart move actually because they've they've. Seems to me that they, in terms of core functionality, is the same. It's just that you're creating some sort of brand loyalty. Yeah. Obviously, imagine with now a good agile environment, they would start working out like what, what you know, what are the new features that we can move forward with, which you imagine they would move much faster than. Um, yeah, for me, like one of the things that really got my attention was their plugin with Miro. Um, so that you can actually run mirror. So this is what happened uh, because I was going to just have the meat butter kind of video conferencing kind of software up. And, but during the first kickoff of the sprint, like the, the co-founders were going, okay, cool. Then let's just run Miro from meat butter. And it was like, I knew that function existed. And I was like, I just wasn't quite brave enough to go, ah, oh, yeah, let's do it. And then anyway, when they went, okay, cool. Let's just run it through meat butter. I was like, yeah, uh, okay, no problem. Like, and just did it straight away. But it was actually really cool. My only kind of gripe is that the, the screen real estate is kind of slightly compromised because you have the meat butter kind of platform around it and you have this big bar on the right hand side. But I will be kind of happy to announce that they are working on things to kind of uh, change that. So cool. um, it will be um, no, I mean, optimized. But I mean, it it's fine though, because I think uh, there's a couple of workshops I do with Miro, but usually I just get people to join directly in Miro. Yeah. Um, 
Um, interesting though, so I like it, I like it. Pretty... No, I mean, this, this makes so much sense to disrupt this market because there'll be a lot of VC money going around because, you know, suddenly this is top of everyone's um, agenda. And yeah. watching Zoom share price increase, so yeah, good. I'm looking forward to seeing a bit of competition in this market. Cool. Um, I think yeah, that's come it. And come and say hello. Like, I'm recording, we're recording a podcast. It's best to snuck in to look after the dog. So just come yeah. and say hello. Like, you can be on the podcast. This is Beth, Hi. my Hi. daughter. Hi, how's it going? How are you? Podcasting. Good, host. good. So I'm, Beth, I imagine she's friend. never listened to it. <laughs> No, I don't think so. Who does? I mean, come on. I don't, I, mean, my girlfriend, I don't think my girlfriend's even... I think she's heard about five minutes when I've played it. Ah, so I, that was the difference between me and Lisa. So when we drove to France to pack our house up in the summer, we basically, yeah. I think we were up to like podcast five or six at that point, and we <laughs> had them literally on like for that yeah, yeah. Right, I'm going to do it. I've got a 12-hour drive on Friday to see there her you go. family. Then just, yeah, like bang, just bang smash out. it with it. <laughs> that everybody, four people in the car, right? Sit in silence. We like it. Laugh when I laugh. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for looking after the dog, Bevy. <laughs> um, cool. I thought she would like that mention. Intimidated by the large audience size. <laughs> um, I think that's a good place to finish it, she. Yeah. We've covered our, I think, good as well. It's sort of an initial mapping out of next year which i think i personally just refine around new year's day i always do a nice like um or the second depending on whether i'm hungover yeah. or not are we gonna are we nice gonna review. record another one before the end of the year we could do i've got one in the diary for the seventh yeah we should do what let's do another end of year one and what well, another end of year let's do like a, a an end of we year should do an actual beer one as well with, with yeah and we'll do that with beers. beer and, right, let me and put that would be cool. Yeah. And also, um, how many followers, um, followers, how many listeners do we have at the moment? I'm not sure. I think it's about 30, in, no, 20 an episode or so. Okay, cool. That's good. Um, so yeah, just maybe just to you who are listening, um, maybe just um, give us a share, give us a like. Uh, we announce it on LinkedIn and Instagram. So yeah, if you like it, then share it. We'd appreciate it. Yeah, that would be appreciated. And we will see you on our right, New Year's Eve special. I'm only three hours behind, so get on the beers at some point for that. We could let's let's <laughs> organize the time on WhatsApp. I don't know what I'll be up to, but it's 31st at some point. Yeah, perfect. Right. What else have we got to do? <laughs> yeah. I mean I've got I don't, I don't know, I've probably got help with some family stuff here, but anyway, that'll be easy. I'll sneak off. Right. Anyway, enjoy your Christmas break. And I'll, I'll send some yeah, photos on Friday. I'm going to go to this place lots of like waterfalls and nature. So I will send some photos and then we will catch up in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. Cool. Cheers, Rob. Cheers. Bye. Merry Christmas. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You too.